This is the Ignition Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to our podcast. My name is Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and our aim is to bring you a regular dose of ideas, insights, and inspiration you can actually use in the pursuit of your full potential and ignite the flame within you to live your best and full life. In addition to bringing you in-depth conversations with amazing guests, every other week, I'm going to sit down in front of the microphone and share with you some of the most important lessons and nuggets of wisdom I've encountered from training more than 10,000 people over the last decade, and also from the thousands of hours of intimate one-on-one conversations I've had with my coaching clients. So grab a pen or simply sit back and take in today's message. Let it sink in and ask yourself, how does this show up in my life? How can I apply the points that resonate with me to my life today? And what would happen if I did? All right, let's go. Let's dive in. Let's move over to the coach's corner. Guys, welcome again to 2020. It's the first episode that we're recording for this year. And I wanted to continue the theme that we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes, whether they've been the episodes just where I've been sharing some information or some of the interviews and the after shows that we've been doing. But to carry the theme of really setting you up for a great year ahead. And what I want to talk specifically about today is something that I think is a fundamental framework, I suppose you could call it, or a way of really dissecting what's really going on for you, what's getting in your way, and what do you need to really address in order to achieve the results that you want this year. And I think when I first came across this, or it was, it was explained to me, I think at a, at a seminar once, it immediately struck a chord with me. It immediately make, made obvious sense, but it's something that I perhaps never really fully took time to appreciate or put language to, to understand in a way and how it's showing up for me. So it's not necessarily rocket science, but I think it is very, very helpful in helping you be able to move forward more effectively, more consistently, more powerfully this year. And as always, what we've been talking about in the last couple episodes is that you've heard me say many times, is that often our greatest path or the greatest way to accelerate moving forward is less about, you know, more, more bold, aggressive action. It's often about removing the barriers that you put in your own way. It's getting rid of some of the baggage or some of the blocks that you create for yourself or where you haven't really fully perhaps developed or identified that you need to, need to really address. And what I want to talk to today is what I often refer to as, I might call it the success pyramid. Uh, if I think about the visual of a pyramid, or perhaps you may be more effective for our conversation here would be the, uh, the metaphor of an iceberg. And, you know, I often bring this up in workshops and you ask the question, you know, in what way are we humans like icebergs? And usually people get it pretty quickly that you only see a portion above the waterline. You know, science would say that on an iceberg, you see about 10% of the iceberg above the water, 90% of it is, is below the water. And so the 10% that we humans tend to see in others and ourselves are really kind of, there's two levels to it. And what I want to walk you through, uh, there's two levels above the water and three levels below the water. And what I really want to talk to you about today is really how to recognize if you are, I know we're early in the year, but if you're already experiencing some resistance or some hesitation for going after your plans, your goals, your vision for the year, if you're already delaying a little bit or noticing some stress or some overload with some of the things that are going on, you owe it to yourself to just press the pause button briefly and really check in what's really going on with you. 
it's too early to feeling those emotions, really. You should be, you know, in an ideal world, you're all filled up with enthusiasm or uh, excitement or energy or focus or whatever it may be as you're diving into this new year, new decade. And if you just play along in your mind as we go through this, you know, I often look at it as the, the peak of the iceberg, the tip, 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 the top tip is really what we talk about as results. And at the top of the pyramid, at the top of the iceberg, at the top of the mountain are the results that you want to create. It results in your business, in your financial life, in your, in your body, in your relationships, really owning more of yourself to create the life that you want, not just manage your circumstances, but create the life that you want this year. So those are the results that you want, and those are going to be unique to every single person. But so we're going to peel back the layers and go down each layer of the iceberg here. And you have to ask yourself, well, what creates the results? Why do some people produce better results, more effective results, more lasting results than others? Well, quite simply, it's because they take different actions. And when I talk about actions as a first layer down from the results, what creates your results? It's your actions. And when we talk about actions, it's not just about doing stuff. It's not just, you know, getting out there and hustling. That might be part of it for sure. It is your consistency of taking actions towards the steps you want. You know, it's the old adage of uh, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you lose 50 pounds? One pound at a time. How do you get more fit? One step on the treadmill at a time. Uh, how do you build your business? Maybe one action, one campaign, one decision at a time. So when we talk about actions, it's not just what you got to do today. It's the whole category of your behavior, of how do you operate on a daily basis. It's your response to opportunity and to challenges. It's your effectiveness of how, how the quality of your actions. It's also your decisions that you make. Are you quick in making decisions? Or do you tend to overthink? Do you delay? Do you ruminate way too much that's preventing you from producing the results that you want? And also within actions are your habits. You know, it's the rituals and the habits that you have, the consistency of your behavior and the commitment that you act with. So all of these are at the layer of actions. And again, this is above the waterline. If you go back to the metaphor of the iceberg, this is what happens above the waterline, that you can see your actions. You know, as I've often said in the world of coaching, you know, don't tell me how good you are. We can all judge you by the results that you create. And you're going to get those results by the actions you take. So if you're not taking the actions that you want, and in fact, if, in fact, I'll step back one step. If you want to produce certain results, there's no doubt that there are certain actions you have to take. And if you know what those actions are, you know, it might be a matter of creating some sort of an action plan or a project plan or a weekly plan or a daily plan of what are the steps you need to take. That's a pretty, you know, fundamental elementary 101 of, uh, of taking action and getting results. But we have to ask, well, what actually causes us to take the actions? Because isn't it true? Haven't you had the experience where you know exactly what you need to do? You know the plan. You maybe di dissected and defined the plan very clearly, very articulately. But you don't follow through. You, you delay. You hesitate. You get distracted, whatever the case may be. You procrastinate. So you have to ask the question, well, what causes our actions? Even if we are very clear on them, and we don't follow through, what's going on there? Or if we're very clear and we follow through effortlessly, consistently, powerfully, what's going on there? Well, this is where we start to peel back the layers and we go down one layer below the waterline. And the layer right below the actions, what most people probably, I think, misconstrue or misunderstand, is the very first thing that causes 
the quality consistency of your actions is your emotions. It's your emotional state. Think about it. If you know exactly what to do and you are in a happy, confident, outgoing, maybe playful or creative state, isn't it just easy? It doesn't kind of go with flow where you can just sit down or, or if it's a stand-up kind of action, you just get into it. You're like the old Tasmanian devil, right? Just spinning, 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 going, getting stuff done. You're like a you know, busy beaver, a, a mouse on the treadmill in a good way. Like you're getting stuff done. You're plowing through what you need to get done. But also, isn't it true that you can know exactly what to do? You've got the plan, but you delay, you hesitate. You say, I'll put it off till tomorrow. Or you question if that's the right thing to do. And it all comes from your emotional state. You know, if you're in an exhausted or stressed or overwhelmed or confused or um, uh, pissed off or depressed kind of a state, isn't it true that the quality of your actions are going to be fundamentally, dramatically, profoundly different than if you were in a happy, confident, easygoing, playful, creative state? And what we fail to recognize so much is that we have so much power and so much capacity to change our emotional state in a, in a moment, in a heartbeat, in a snap of the fingers, to get us into a place that's going to be more resourceful, more effective for us to take higher quality actions. So if you're ever stuck and not following through in the actions you want to, the first place you have to check is, well, what's my emotions around this? Am I in a good state of mind? Am I in a good emotional state here? Am I bringing too much emotional baggage to this? Or am I not allowing myself? I'm not creating the emotions that are going to help me here. Maybe I need to be more bring more compassion or more empathy to myself. Maybe I need to bring more oomph, more power, more drive, more hustle. Whatever it is that's appropriate for the actions you need to take. If you're not doing it, it's because something is not right in your emotions. Well, that begs the question, well, what causes our emotions? What causes our emotions in the moment? So we're going to go down one more layer below the waterline. If you think about emotions, what causes your emotions in a moment? Well, quite fundamentally, there can be a lot of circumstances around it for sure. But what fundamentally causes your emotions are your thoughts. And your thoughts, what I mean by thoughts, if we bring some extra texture to that, it's about you know, your clarity of thoughts. You know, Are you wishy-washy on what your actions need to be? And therefore, your emotions, maybe you're feeling you're in a state of, of, of hesitant or uncertainty or nervousness or anxiety around something. Because your thoughts aren't clear. Maybe your thoughts aren't focused enough. Maybe your, your thoughts are way too scattered, which is putting you in a very a, a reactive state. And emotionally, you're maybe feeling a little jittery. Maybe you're feeling a little stressed. Maybe you're feeling a little overloaded or overwhelmed by all the things you want to get done this year. So you really are like a rat on a treadmill, burning a lot of energy, but you're not going anywhere. The other component of, within thoughts are the stories you have. You know, stories are simply the meaning that we give anything. And we are absolutely fantastic story-making machines. The problem is we make up a lot of stories that get in our way. A lot of stories that limit our capacity to really get resourceful in a moment. You know, we, by stories, I just mean we immediately judge a situation or we come to a certain conclusion or we put up too many barriers. I mean, I was dealing with a client once who wanted to grow her business. She was really passionate about the industry that she worked in. She was, had high, high hopes about the future. She had massive, exciting goals for the year. But she created massive barriers for herself by building up these incredible stories of all the things that need to happen to fall into place before she can go out there and start to market herself. And some of them were 
practical and meaningful, but there's a lot of stuff that she felt that she needed to get right in order to present herself in a, in a professional way or an effective way. And when we talk around that, when I tell her that, well, isn't it true that there is another person in your industry who doesn't have those stories, who is just out there doing stuff and trialing and experimenting and has put three or four steps in place already this year in the first seven days while you're sitting there thinking about things. And she paused and she thought about it. She said, yeah, absolutely. There's someone else doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, trying to achieve similar goals in a similar industry with a similar sized business currently. That's taking more actions probably because she's telling herself a very different story. She has a different narrative, a different dialogue in her own mind on what is necessary for her to get going. So I challenge you in this moment as you're thinking about this. If there's a, an action or a goal or desire that you have, a result that you want to create this year, and it's already a one week into the year, and you are hesitating, you've got to ask yourself, well, what's the story? What's the narrative that I'm telling myself? And you may not be conscious of what you're telling yourself. And this is where maybe pen and paper is valuable. Just like, what am I saying to myself when I think about this? When I think about this goal, when I think about taking action, what do I actually think about in that moment? Well, do I think about, you know, I got to serve other people's needs first? Do I think about I've got to uh, take care of some other smaller, insignificant things first? Do I think about um, how silly it's going to look when people know that this is what I'm trying to achieve this year? What is the narrative that's getting in your way? What that leads to is also thoughts of self-doubt and thoughts of indecision, where you start to question yourself before you even take an action. One of the biggest challenges I see people take, my clients take, is they get so stressed out and overwhelmed and confused and worried about and focused on step number seven, eight, nine, and 12, and they haven't even taken step number one, one and two yet. They haven't even started, and they're already worried about something that's going to happen way down the line. So I challenge you to really interrogate. If you're not taking the actions, if you're not producing the results that you want yet, you're not taking the actions, first of all, what's your emotional state around this? What emotions are you bringing to this action? What is delaying you emotionally? And when you get clear on what your emotion is, then what's the thought that's causing it? Let's go down one layer. What's the thought that's causing those emotions? What's the story? What's the focus? What's the indecision that you're creating? What's the lack of clarity that you might need? And this is exactly where maybe perhaps uh, talking it out with someone else might be very helpful. A friend, a family member, confidant, a coworker. This is exactly what we do as coaches. We help you accelerate the path to the clarity that you need so you can move forward consistently and powerfully and get rid of all the baggage that you might be bringing into 2020. You don't need it. It's unnecessary. It's not going to serve you. So what are the thought patterns? And what you want to look at is, so in any moment, we can have certain thoughts that help us or hurt us. In any moment, we can have thoughts that might deter us from, um, from taking action, but we can change those thoughts in a moment. Of course, we can pump ourselves up, but we can motivate ourselves in any moment. And all that is valuable, perhaps. But what we also want to understand is, well, what causes our recurring thoughts over time? What causes not just our thought in the moment that we can change, but what causes our recurring thoughts, the pattern of thoughts that might get in our way? And that's where we got to go down to the fourth layer, the next layer down. And what causes our thoughts, the most fundamental thing that causes our recurring thoughts over time is really the combination or the mixture, the cocktail of three different buckets. This is the most fundamental layer of how we humans operate and what leads us to create the results or not. And these three fundamental buckets are what I would just simply label as number one would be your beliefs. Number two would be your values. And number three would be your identity. Let me just unpack those a little bit. 
So these are all the bottom layer, the fourth layer down from your results. And the first one is beliefs. The question is, is you really want to think about is what am I believing about this situation? Or what am I believing about myself? Empowered beliefs or disempowered beliefs? Neutral beliefs? Limiting beliefs? Or strong beliefs? Beliefs that move you forward? Beliefs that hold you back? So if you have a recurring thought, well, you know, I don't know if I'm ready to go out there and market my business yet. I don't know if I'm, I'm ready to go out there and take a stand for what I believe in. I don't know if I'm ready to, to, um, uh, to sign up for that big challenge, a big marathon. I don't know if I'm ready. Those are, those are beliefs. I don't know, right? Well, it's causing those beliefs. And maybe there's an opportunity to expand the beliefs that you currently have about what's possible. Maybe you need to find an inspiring example. Maybe you need to find a mentor to help guide you along the way. Maybe you need to work with someone to help you deconstruct some of those beliefs and get them get some of these old negative disempowering beliefs out of your way. The second bucket is values. You know, we fundamentally what shapes almost every decision we make is what we value in the moment. Sorry, what we're um, how how that moment is showing up and how we're deciding on what to do based on our values. We're always filtering our life experiences through our values. The challenge is, one, is we're rarely consciously fully aware of what our values are. And two, we often have our values in a, um, approach our values in a very dysfunctional way, meaning we have values. There's an important distinction between what we say we value and how we actually operate. You know, for a classic example would be someone saying, you know, I really value my health. I value eating well. I value fitness. I value exercise. But, you know, a lighthearted example, you know, I often say is that someone can say I value my health. But, you know, I've been really busy this past, you know, my work's been really busy. I got young kids. It's really taken up a lot of my time. And, you know, I just haven't had a chance to exercise or eat very well in the last seven years. Well, if you are saying you value something and you have not acted in accordance to those values or in alignment to those values in the last seven years, then you clearly aren't valuing those enough or you are clearly valuing something else at a much higher rate in a much more profound way than you are valuing your health. And that may be necessary, but it may not be serving you to achieve what you ultimately want to achieve, to create the life that you want to create. So sometimes we say we value something, but we have to ask ourselves, how am I actually operating? Go right back up this uh, up to the pyramid, up to the, uh, the iceberg. If you want to create certain results, you've got to take certain actions. If you're not taking those actions, it's your emotional state. And if your emotions are off, what are you thinking in that moment? And if you're recurringly thinking something, it's got to go down the layer below. And that's your beliefs, your values, and your identity. So it's time to maybe interrogate maybe one of your challenges and maybe one of your opportunities this year in 2020 is to reevaluate what you have been valuing and to reconstruct the values that you need, things that you need to value in order to achieve the results that you want. The third bucket down here is identity. And this is something I'll probably go into deeper on future podcasts. But your identity is quite simply your self-image of yourself, how you see yourself at its most fundamental way. You know, the simplest way is often said, the simplest way to identify, well, what is my identity? How do, do I think about myself? Is anything that you might say or might believe after the statement, I am. So as simple as, I am a father, I am a business owner, I am a coach. But also, some people may believe that I am a leader. That's what people might say. Some people might believe I'm a follower. Some people might say, 
I'm indestructible. I am um, perseverance. I'm determined. Some people may say, I never get things right. I always fail when I try to achieve something important. I'm not as good as everyone else. It can be a very disempowering identity. You can have those thoughts at times, but is it something you fundamentally believe about yourself? So this third bucket identity is an area that we'll have to dive into on future podcasts. I'm looking forward to having some guests on to really dive deep into this area because it is a fundamental area that really has a profound impact on your daily choices, your weekly choices, and your monthly direction of your entire life. So these three bottom buckets, beliefs, values, and identity, are the fundamental way that really underpins, fundamental areas that really underpin our recurring thoughts, the way we see the world, the way we perceive ourselves, and therefore our emotional state in any moment, especially in the context of what we're trying to achieve this year. And that impacts the quality, the consistency, the decisiveness of our actions. And that absolutely determines the results that we're creating this year. So my invitation, my challenge to you, coming back to looping back to what I said at the start of this episode, was we're one week into this year. And if you're already experiencing some resistance or some hesitation or some confusion over what you want to achieve this year, how you want to create and shape and design your life, how you want to execute your life in your work, in your personal relationships, your financial life, whatever the areas are most important to you, your physical body, your health, your vitality, your social life, your success in your career path. If there's any hesitation or resistance so far this year, get out a pen and paper or drop me a message and just say, hey, Chris, can you send me something that looks like what you've described here? And I'll create something for you. You've got to put a pen and paper and all you got to do is write down uh, basically five layers. Top layer is results. That's what we all want to achieve. Draw an arrow pointing up to those results. What creates those results? It's your actions. It's your behavior, response, your effectiveness, your decision, your habits that you have. What creates your actions? Draw an arrow pointing up to your actions and it's your emotions. It's emotional state. Are you happy, confident, driven, excited, enthusiastic? Or are you exhausted, depressed, excited, uh, sorry, stressed, overwhelmed? What are you feeling about taking those actions? And the thoughts that you have is the next layer down. Draw an arrow up to your emotions and write the word thoughts. Is it your clarity, your focus, the stories you have, your doubts, your indecision? And what caused your thoughts over time? Draw an arrow pointing up to your thoughts. And it's beliefs, it's your values, and it's your identity. And if you're hesitant or resistant, you've got to just go down underneath the water here and peel back some layers of that onion and, and identify where is your blockage. What do you need to release? Or another way of saying it, perhaps a more empowering way of saying it, is where is it going to get, where are you going to get the greatest leverage? What small change is going to free you up to operate in more alignment, a more congruence, with more excitement and enthusiasm and energy to go after what you want consistently with confidence and commitment to achieve absolutely everything that your heart desires and your soul craves in 2020. This is your year. You absolutely can do it. I know you can. I'm excited to support you on your journey this year. And as always, would love to hear your questions or comments, things that you'd love some support on this year, and we'll build it into our podcast going forward and really become partners in crime as you create the most remarkable year of your life. We'll catch you in the next episode. 
Hey, thanks for tuning in. We always want you to get the most of the time you've invested here. So this show is only valuable if you apply what you learn. And most learning, as I mentioned, is generated from reflection. So we'd love to hear from you and your reflections on what you learned or found interesting. Please join our community and go to theignitionshow.com slash connect. That's theignitionshow.com slash connect. And let us know what struck you. And what was it that you heard today that you really needed to hear today? You can leave us an audio message or join our Facebook group and participate in the conversation there, where we'd love to hear your comments and follow-up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our show, rate the show, or leave a review on iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website, and respond to as many people as we can. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, You're closer than you think you are. You're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is The Ignition Show.